Hello, this is Father Neil here, and welcome to the October 3rd episode of the podcast Catechism with Father Neil. Today we'll be looking at numbers 2292 through 2298 of the Catechism. Respect for the person and scientific research, 2292. Scientific, medical, or psychological experiments on human individuals or groups can contribute to healing the sick and the advancement of public health. 2293. Basic scientific research, as well as applied research, is a significant expression of man's dominion over creation. Science and technology are precious resources when placed at the service of man and promote his integral development for the benefit of all. By themselves, however, they cannot disclose the meaning of existence and of human progress. Science and technology are ordered to man from whom they take their origin and development. Hence, they find in the person and in his moral values both evidence of their purpose and awareness of their limits. 2294. It is an illusion to claim moral neutrality in scientific research and its applications. On the other hand, guiding principles cannot be inferred from simple technical efficacy or from the usefulness accruing to some at the expense of others, or even worse, from prevailing ideologies. Science and technology, by their very nature, require unconditional respect for fundamental moral criteria. They must be at the service of the human person, of his inalienable rights, of his true and integral good, in conformity with the plan and the will of God. 2295. Research or experimentation on the human being cannot legitimate acts that are in themselves contrary to the dignity of persons and to the moral law. The subject's potential consent does not justify such acts. Experimentation on human beings is not morally legitimate if it exposes the subject's life or physical and psychological integrity to disproportionate or unavoidable risks. Experimentation on human beings does not conform to the dignity of the person if it takes place without the informed consent of the subject or those who legitimately speak for him. 2296. Organ transplants are in conformity with the moral law if the physical and psychological dangers and risks to the donor are proportionate to the good that is sought for the recipient. Organ donation after death is a noble and meritorious act and is to be encouraged as an expression of generous solidarity. It is not morally acceptable if the donor or his proxy has not given explicit consent. Moreover, it is not morally admissible directly to bring about the debilitating mutilation or death of a human being, even in order to delay the death of other persons. Respect for bodily integrity. 2297. Kidnapping and hostage-taking brings on a reign of terror by means of threats they subject victims to intolerable pressures. They are morally wrong. Terrorism threatens, wounds and kills indiscriminately. It is gravely against justice and charity. Torture, which uses physical or moral violence to extract confessions, punish the guilty, frighten opponents or satisfy hatred, is contrary to the respect for the person and for human dignity, except when performed for strictly therapeutic and medical reasons. Directly intended, amputations, mutilations and sterilizations performed on innocent persons are against the moral law. 2298. In times past, cruel practices were commonly used by legitimate governments to maintain order and law, often without protest from the pastors of the church, who themselves adopted in their own tribunals the prescriptions of Roman law concerning torture. Regrettable as these facts are, the church always taught the duty of clemency and mercy. She forbade clerics to shed blood, 
In recent times, it has become evident that these cruel practices were neither necessary for public order nor in conformity with the legitimate rights of the human person. On the contrary, these practices led one led to ones even more degrading. It is necessary to work for their abolition. We must pray for the victims and their tormentors. Okay, so the section today, uh, I suppose the second part first, is very clear. I don't think we need to go into any details that kidnapping, torture, terrorism, uh, hostage-taking is uh, is against the the moral law. I mean, I think hopefully at this stage we can we can agree on that. And I know the Catechism has to say it because the Catechism has to cover as many eventualities as it can think of. But uh, again, here I don't think it really needs comment that uh, that, that these things are wrong. Um, again, with amputations and mutilations and sterilizations, um, yeah, the body needs to be respected. The body needs to be respected. We need to see the body, the human person's body, as a temple of the Holy Spirit, as something worthy of respect. And um, unless something is life-saving or for medicinal purposes, if somebody, God forbid, needs an amputation to keep them alive, that is, in fact, something very good. It can keep them alive, but uh, for no other reason. And the same thing with sterilization. The church is against sterilization. Um, sterilization is not the um, is not in the uh, understanding of the church that the body, in a sense, is as it should be. Then we'll be looking uh, in a short time at the different aspects of sexual morality. But one thing that the church is against is deliberately sterilizing, uh, tying the tubes or um, giving a, a vasectomy to men or whatever. The church is is against that because. Again, unless it's for a medical reason, unless there is an explicit medical reason that to save somebody's life they end up becoming infertile, uh, that's that's fine. But um, um, but it's not um, if the goal is simply to render them incapable of having children, then that is against the the, the church's um, the church's teaching because the body has this integral aspect that needs to be respected. Uh, the same thing with torture. And here you have the church, in a sense, admitting that things weren't perfect in the past. Although I always say that we need to compare the church to the world she's living in. So in many times, um, even at things that seem to us to have been very bad uh, by our contemporary standards, and the church is now acknowledging that some of these behaviours were bad and were wrong, um, that still, and the same, in general, and again, not specifically, but in general, they were better than what was going on in the uh, civil courts. That uh, whatever the excesses that might have happened um, in inquisitions and the rest, although, again, there's an awful lot of anti-Catholic polemic uh, involved with the Reformation that's gone into the uh, into the inquisitions, and so much of the other things like the witch burnings and all the rest of it is in fact more to do with Presbyterianism than Catholicism, but uh, that's a side issue. But uh, again, the Church says that um, today that these things are regrettable that they happened and in a sense repents of them. Um, and then getting to the um, the earlier thing we were reading, this of medical treatment. Medical treatment has to respect the person. As I was just saying for the sterilization, the body is sacred and every life has dignity. And we can't say, well, so many people will benefit 
if we do this. So many people will benefit from this experiment. And if some poor people die, who cares? And no, no, no. The church says that no. That modern medicine is fantastic. There are many fantastic, great procedures that can be done. There is much amazing research. In a sense, these things are, are, are wonderful. But morally, any research or any medical treatment must respect the person. That people need to give informed consent. That it's not enough for them to say, for the government to say, oh, this will benefit humanity. You know, it'll benefit humanity. It, this is not enough. We need to have people giving informed consent that they know what's happening and that they agree to it knowing the ramifications that were there. And also that for medical research, you can't put people's lives into terrible danger. So again, um, there are certain things that are allowed that uh, definitely some uh, experimentation or some human trials of various drugs are allowed, but they have to be done within strict limits. The, and again, these limits respect the individual. That we are not saying, we can't say that some people are more important than others, that rich people are more important than poor people. This is not the way. Every human life is sacred. Every human life is precious. Every human life is valuable. And every human life needs to be defended, especially when we are weak, especially if we're coming to the end of our lives, especially if we can't speak for ourselves that we need to uh, respect, respect. And, um, and within this, the research is fine. Within this, the treatment is fine. But there needs to be this respect and not to say, if we can do it, then we will do it. This is wrong. We can't say, just because you can do something, just because we can do a particular type of research, it doesn't mean that that research is in and of itself good. And again, just to conclude this uh, session today, to say that here in the Catechism, we, are, we have principles, we have um, a thumbnail sketch of Catholic teaching. That there are many documents coming out from Rome, many documents to do with morality, many documents to do with ethics, with medical ethics, with bioethics. And if, you know, and if somebody is involved in this, particularly if there's somebody who's doing research themselves, if there's a medical professional involved in this, then that then they need to deepen this section of the catechism. They need to say, okay, the catechism gives me the principles, now I need to see the documents that give a deeper teaching, that give much more detail, and give much more of the reasoning behind the teaching. So again, and the same goes for every section of the catechism, that the catechism is might seem like a big book, and it is a fairly big book, but the Catholic teaching is so rich that any detail can be built upon from the Catechism. And so I'm just saying here that those who are involved in the field of medical research need to see what is here and need to see the other complementary and deeper documents that the Church has released about this. Okay, very good. So we'll continue tomorrow, and tomorrow we're going to look at 2299 through 2301. God bless.